New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Rev Briz with you over here. Rev Z right here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. Every Friday morning here on the New Thought Media Network, 7 a.m. Mountain Time. Uh, today, Z, well, I tell you, our warm-up conversation was, was fun. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a good one today, folks, because we're talking about Dr. Seuss. I should have called this Dr. Seuss meets the cancel culture, but Dr. <laughs> Seuss and the cancel culture. Uh, so if you haven't heard yet, folks, uh, there's a new controversy brewing in the United States. And it's all around the fact that the, the Dr. Seuss Foundation Federation uh, announced this week on the anniversary of uh, Dr. Seuss's birthday, on his birthday, they announced that they would no longer be publishing six of his books. Right. And the internet six, blew up. Six of his 62 books, now, let's be clear. Yes, yeah. share that again, how many has he got? Yeah, so he has 62 books and they're taking six away. So you do yeah. the math. Yes. And they're doing this, uh, the statement they made, and I want to share that because I think it's a, it's a pretty powerful statement and, uh, and pretty concise. These books portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong. Ceasing sales of these books is only part of our commitment and our bar broader plan to ensure Dr. Seuss Enterprises catalog represents and supports all communities and families. So the six books in question are Miguel Agat's Pool, On Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Egg Super, The Cat's Quizzer, I Saw It on Mulberry Street, and If I Ran a Zoo. Um, I don't. I don't think my kids own any of those six. Z. No, I don't. I, I mean, I was gonna say I, the only one I remember is the mulberry tree because I'm from Florida and we had tons of mulberry trees. So maybe that's why I hit that market. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I have no idea. So it, somebody could have taken those off the shelf and I wouldn't have had no idea they were gone. Right. At all. <laughs> yep. Because I've never seen them. <laughs> and I would imagine, uh, well, you know, it would be interesting to find out how many are currently being published and how many have ever been published to look at mm. how much of that is that imagery of, of, of a negative picture of somebody circulating. 
how many actual yeah how many copies of that were published before right? we know many have probably been lost and and yes there's been a run <laughs> if you if you try to go buy these there's been a run on these and uh, and what we want to talk today about is we believe this points to a much much bigger picture uh, of something i believe it points to something much much more insidious and mm -hmm. it's this this living in a post-truth world where accusation can be made uh, and it can kill a career before there's any proof where, yes. where we can, I mean, there was immediate indignation. Yes. Uh, day before yesterday, when this was announced, people immediately started screaming that the liberals are canceling Dr. Seuss and, and uh, this cancel culture I, even the idea that this cancel culture exists, right. I find offensive and I don't find it productive at all. And I find it very insidious in how you can hurt someone. But now we're going to yell that the cancel culture isn't, nobody's canceling Dr. Seuss. Hey, Newsweek magazine, nobody is canceling Dr. Seuss. Watch Colbert. Colbert got it right. <laughs> I didn't see Colbert. I want to check it out. Yeah, he did. A, he did a fun little piece. He said it right. This is a market adjustment. We live <laughs> in a free market. We live in a capitalist society where the market dictates, and the mark and the the copyright holders, the people that publish the material, said, "Hey, we don't think this is beneficial for the evolution of human consciousness. We're not going to do it." Well, and 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 let's go a little bit deeper than than a capitalistic system. We have a humanitarian system. We have a universal global system, right, where everything yeah. is connected. And I applaud the foundation for making that move for saying we are whether we were right, wrong, indifferent when this thing happened forty years ago, because or more than that, because I think it happened in nineteen forty. The books are published. 37. Mulberry Street was 37. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you, you know, you're talking about a good little bit away. And let's be let's be clear what it does for me. It puts an exclamation point in a lot of ways of how racist or uh, systemic racist the system is that, uh, that that a whole system of distribution and writing and publishing and reading in schools and whatever the heck it is. For them to allow that to happen, to depict people in that kind of subhuman way, in not that deep, but where they're not human, because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to dehumanize somebody so they can justify all of the stuff that they do to them because they're not human, right? right. And humans are the cream of the crop. So that's why this counterculture is bumpkins in my mind. And I applaud Dr. Seuss and the crew over there but taking that stuff down. Yeah. It's it's almost as if there's the backlash seems like, you know, how dare you tell us we can't be racist? Right. Right. And, and, and now you're gonna and now you're gonna erase our racist history. Right. You're, and you're, and and <laughs> they're right. We can't tell them not to be racist, but we don't have to feed your racist tendencies. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that and that's that's where I think this story is so much different than just an outright, you know, okay, Harvey Weinstein, that guy can get canceled. That guy's a predator. He's a sexual predator. He hurts people. 
we can't we can ostracize him from uh, from being in the industry that that allowed him to do that that's uh, to me that's a very very different experience there's there's court findings <laughs> there there's legal precedent that that man did things wrong was dr seuss a racist perhaps have i been a racist yeah in the past before i knew any better before dear friends like lz and others helped me to wake up and see that oh shit okay i was inadvertently or unconsciously being uh, demeaning or hurtful harmful to, to people to people that's what is being said here these these depictions these images that in the 30s and the 40s I, i'm sure they were upsetting to some the, the images we're talking about of black people asian people that they and today i saw one posey and someone said you know and it, and anytime you see a post that starts if i was you know we're going down a bad road. <laughs> and this guy posted a post that said, if I was a little black, or if I was a little Asian boy or girl, and I saw my culture included in this book, I would be proud to be included in this book. Yeah, sir, you're not Asian. <laughs> you're a racist. Uh, <laughs> because you know, it's it's not like it's not like that character is the main character, hero, superstar of the book, right? Okay, <laughs> we can make another point now, right? Because all of the stuff that's positive, good, uplifting, and 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 exemplary for modeling after is me, then fine, let's go to work. Yeah. But if it's not, if I'm the stepping stone or the laughing stock or the whooping post of everything that's happening in that storyline, then forget that. I mean, I don't care. That's not uplifting anybody. Right. Exactly. So has Dr. Seuss been canceled? No. Do Does the American culture have some soul searching to do? Oh heck yes! <laughs> well, you know, you know this. The, the thing is this: this, this again. This is another way, given everything that's happened in the last year plus. This current system that we are living in, locally, global, and globally, has proven itself to be flawed seriously flawed so that every one in my mind of the major systems education medical transportation finance food and housing it that's say education um <laughs> yes these things are in peril right now and this unexpected mishap of continual uh, can i mean Imagine we're talking about a whole year of a disrupted economy where money is flowing, which this is a capitalist system. So if ain't no money flowing, uh, some kinks going to get in the wire. Right. And so now you got all of this. And now we're trying to come out without keeping the same old things that put us there, the cancer culture and, and all of this dismissive and demeaning stuff. Right. And now the whole universe is telling us, guys. This 
the planet itself is alive. And just like there's a microbe on you, your skin, you are a microbe on the planet. And what happens when the body gets sick, right? We, we, we put up a, 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 an immune fight to get rid of it. That, that's what the vaccine is about. We got something new. Our body can't adjust to that thing quick enough, fast enough or whatever. So now it's got to be, ooh, we got to give it a little boost, evolution, right? to make it not be as painful or deadly. Yeah. But, you know, that's another kind of a thing that's being asked right now. We have to begin to honor everybody. We can't cancel people out. We can't look at people demeaning because they are race, color, sex. It is a machine, if you will, that that makes the picture. It is a bio biosphere that works together. You start taking things out or canceling things in that complete picture, it's going to fall. It's going to crash. It's going to create problems. Yeah. Our brother Diego is saying it. Well, the pandemic has brought troubles that have been there all along to the surface. Yes. Yes. That is <laughs> uh, and, and so, and those troubles need to be addressed, right? This is so if every single one of Dr. Seuss's books was a racist trope, was was propaganda literature was 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 constant then sure cancel the whole thing <laughs> right it, we don't my personal opinion we don't really need a copy of mind comp floating around the planet it, yeah. it just it doesn't serve the evolution of human consciousness these books for one reason or another, for various reasons the people that own them have deemed that they're hurtful. How can we yell at, you know, so you, you're walking around the street and you're the local bully and you're walking down in your schoolyard with a stick and you're smacking everybody in the back of the head. They're going to call you mean. They're going to call you names. Someday you wake up, you put down the stick and you say, hey, everybody, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I'm not going to pick up any more sticks. I'm not going to hit you anymore in the back of the head. And. Other people start saying, no, 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 you can't do that. You got to keep hitting them in the back of the head. You, gotta, <laughs> you know, teachers come out and say, oh, you can't change. You can't stop that. You have to keep hurting people. How is it that anybody believes we are entitled to force the Dr. Seuss Federation to publish material that is hurtful? And the people that it depicts have said that this is hurtful. Here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's just you know, the pyramids weren't built in a proverbial week. Not only were they not built in a week, they weren't built in a hundred years, right? They weren't built in tens of. They were built over a long period of time, right? Not to give a archaeological science lesson, you're talking about a pyramid with no glue, no nothing to hold blocks the size of freight train trucks together with a capstone that's <clears throat> perfectly centered and the geometric figures and the, and the astronomical alignments are phenomenal for something to be a couple of Three, four thousand, five thousand years old, depending on who's counting. Some even go back further than that. So, we are in a position to be master builders. We have master built this craziness that we live in right now. Mm -hmm. 
We have an opportunity right now. We spoke the other day, Robert and I was talking about from the Native American perspective, one of the things they say, when I make a decision, I want it to, I want to know what it's going to do seven generations from now, right? There's a vision that's, that, that's out there. It's not being uh, archaic, if you will, and thinking we're in an in a, in a environment where we limited resource. We got infinite resources here, but we're not using them properly. We're squandering them. We're not allowing people who have been demeaned by some crazy, and you have no idea what happens in a person's psyche. Now, when you start telling me how a picture affects me, then you need to back off. You don't right. know my role. You don't know my experience. You don't know how that, that picture may have been me. Right. So we have to begin to look at how do we individually and collectively become master builders to leave masterpieces behind that are thousands of years later that can say, wow, I don't know what happened back there, but them cats got it together. They got a pyramid that's been here 5,000 years. We can't build it today. They built a society where everyone were, had their value. Everyone was understanding who and what they are and had to, how to contribute. No one suffered. <laughs> and we can't build a car that'll last more than 20 or 25 years. <laughs> Tell yeah. me. Uh, we, we'd miss something. <laughs> or forgot <laughs> something or hid something. You know, there's a lot of different opportunities to, to, to point fingers. But the thing is, it doesn't matter at this point. We need to right the ship or the ship is going to go down. Right. Now, and here's the good point. And you just sparked it in me, right? So we lost something. But, <clears throat> but what we lost isn't lost to time, isn't lost to God, isn't lost to the divine, isn't lost to the bigger picture of what we're doing and what we're creating here. So yep. you know, we come together on Friday mornings and it often sounds like a, you know, just a gripe fest. Um, there's only one swear word I'm allowed to say, folks, and that's shit. I can't say the other ones. So we come together on Friday mornings, we have a gripe fest and have a good time and and the intention is to raise awareness so that we can find and come back to those spiritual principles that get us through this. So, you know, over the last two days, I, I could be, I could have years ago, I would have, I would have been posting memes and sharing this, this link and that link, and you're wrong and you don't know what you're talking about. And this isn't cancel culture. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now we just save it all up for a half an hour on Fridays. But uh, <laughs> but the point I'm trying to I'm going to make here is that it's through the spiritual practices and, and a pers different perspective that I can look at these things and say, hey, hold on a minute. Yeah. I see mm -hmm. the people that are reactionary mm -hmm. and in my perspective, just have an uneducated perspective of what's going on here haven't invested the time to say, well, wait a minute. Is he really being canceled? Mm -hmm. uh, the people that just parrot what they hear on propaganda news stations and other things like that. What we're going to invite you to do here today is take a different look at this and say, okay, how is it that the world will be and is, and as Z was just saying, in seven generations, how is the world a better place for this decision? Will it be? Is it going to be because of this decisions? And I believe, yes, if if these six books are removed from the 
memory banks of future generations. Not saying that they didn't exist. Not saying there won't be some file somewhere on a Wikipedia you can go look at. But if these are not part of our culture moving forward for the next seven generations, how much better are we going to be? I think so much more. We can still use this as a lesson to learn from, as an object lesson of learning, but we don't have to keep promoting and publishing and putting more and more and more copies of racist material in, into the planet's stream, into the stream, into the world. Well, and, and, and I mean, that, that sends us in my mind to one point here. I mean, let's, let's just take it. We've had this last year plus that has seen all kind of healthcare issues, monetary issues, racial issues, injustice equals, uh, uh, I mean, uh, injustice issues, all these things that indicate there is time to allow the divine creator, mind of God, whatever you want to call it, but at some point is energetic consciousness that is intelligent of itself, right? Yeah. We can call it many names, but what we, but, but by definition, if we look at what has been created, it has been created by a master builder. Mm. Just like you have those ancient Egyptians or Sumerians or some of this, the Romans or these people in antiquity had an understanding, no matter what they, how they displayed themselves. Oh, they're still trying to imagine, imagine how much spirit they embodied to build pyramids that still last 5,000 years ago. Imagine the understanding and consciousness that they had to, because we think we're the top of the hill right now. Yeah, <laughs> and no, we're not. I, I would. I, I read. I had this. We fat and lazy is what we. Hear. I had this quote man by by John Scholar that says, "The future is not some place we are going to, but one we are creating. The paths are not to be found, but made, and the activity of making them." changes both the maker and the destination. Yeah. And that's what we, we have to begin to envision something that even though it seems impossible, imagine the first time somebody said in Egypt, we're going to take train size blocks and build the pyramid with no cement to hold it together, to keep it top perfectly, all these alignments. Uh, oh no, we can't do that. <laughs> Are you great? Do you know how long? Who gonna lift them truck blocks? That's what I want to know. I, I, I'm with you. We can make it, but who gonna lift them? <laughs> but they were able to do it, and so now we have an opportunity as humanity with all this stuff because it popped up and it says I could do it again. Yeah, there was a whole have eight point one earthquake off the coast of New Zealand yesterday. They thought they was going to get a tsunami in Hawaii. Oh, I didn't hear about that one. Eight point one. Yeah, that that That's would be a tsunami warning in Hawaii for sure. Wow. It, but but God is telling us something. Yeah. Exactly. It it's we have I'm trying to, to tell. <laughs> and I believe part of that is as you're saying, we have to look at planet Earth as a a, a living a, a living body. <laughs> 
and okay, let's follow that. And we are all just parasites. <laughs> We're <laughs> nothing more than fleas on the dog's back at this point. But, uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, we joke, I, I always kind of find a little humor in some of it, folks. As we awaken to this greater perspective that, no, that it is one, that we are one, that we're not separate from the planet. We're not here to deplete the planet. We're not here to, to suck out all its resources and, and over farm. And, and there is a way to live in concert, a symbiotic relationship, to live together as the one rather than, and it's just so easy. It seems like there are so many people and it's so easy to say, nope, Nope, you can't do that. Nope, that'll never work. And I'm thinking again to the pyramids. I'm sure there was an anti-pyramid faction who ran around Egypt with signs saying, you know, the, the end is near and you can't do that. And this is an abomination. And, and you're all wrong for even believe that you could build a pyramid, let alone trying to do it. And Because it seems like that's just what America's come to. I could say the sky is blue and somebody's going to yell, no, it's red. You can. Here's, here's a key. This is something that Malcolm said. Malcolm said, no one gives up power. You either inherit it or you take it. You take it. Yeah. Look back through history. That's what has happened. Except, except. When we were first created in the normal state of the divine mind of God, we were all one and we understood the connection between us all. So that 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 didn't become, there was no problem with that because we understood it was all of us together. Yeah. But then when someone got control or got the power and, and thought they could manipulate things to their own satisfaction, not understanding the, the, the reconciliations that take place in life every day that needs to take place every day. You bring it up from the body level to the people. When they got to the point where they couldn't regulate their system, they wanted to control everything, resources, people, you name it. And that's what got us here. So we have to begin to say, in the beginning, God created us in harmony there was no need for power harmony doesn't need power yeah and that's where we got to go now we we have to begin to tune our minds because again <clears throat> we know that we're we're mind tuners so it isn't so much take back the power as it is give up the power give up the belief that the that power or that 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 competitive nature to gain power is even necessary. Right. Let's come See, back to the harmony. And the problem is we've misnamed so many things, right? Because for everything, there's an opposite thing. There's no in without an out. There's no up without a down. There's no left without a right. You can't pick up one and not pick up the other one automatically. The problem has become when you begin to look at polls, and because they may be far away from the other end, you think it's something totally different. And the only difference between point on A and point B is a degree or a number of degrees that can be reconciled, right? right. And so that's what we're trying to do now. That's what Zeus <clears throat> Foundation is trying to do. They're trying to reconcile some energy, some idea, some perpetuating thing for a racist society to Move it up, move it out. Let me let me try to create some space and get that out of there. 
Let me reconcile these opposites to see how I can do my part for what I know I have contributed. Right. Uh, Brother mm -hmm. Diego said something in the chat, it, right? It's not cancellation, it's correction. And that's what I just heard you share. And I just had this flash. What if every major publishing house went back through their catalog and identified the places, not where we were questioning racism, not where, people, where authors were calling it out, but where authors were perpetuating it or treating it as if it was the norm and, and right. just make, and again, we don't have to cancel this. We don't have to burn these books. We don't have to delete the files forever. <laughs> we just don't want people making money off of it. <laughs> just, and, and again, I, so I think it is a great, it's a great example of corporate responsibility on the Seuss Federation's behalf to do this because they're just saying, hey, we don't want to make money off of racism anymore. Right. Right. So, and, and what's wrong with that? I mean, <laughs> I mean, wow, somebody's going to fight that. Uh, uh, you know, you know, then that begins to reflect, you know, we are a reflection of the world we live in. Right. So yeah. uh, if we're going to create a future different than what we got right now, we, we can't do that anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want to bring uh, Diego in one more time. We're going to wrap up here in just a bit of folks, but yeah, he reminds us from the Ubuntu philosophy. If it's not good for everyone, it's really not all that good. And I would even add, if it's not that good for everyone, then it's not that good for anyone. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and you will hear, you will hear voices that, no, no, I know what's good for you. You, you just, and, I believe each of us knows what's best for, for us, what's good for us. And I believe that inside, we all know what's good for the planet, what's good for humanity, what's good for society, what's good for the evolution of humanity, for the allness and what's good and what's good. And I believe that intuitively and deep inside, we all know when we're not doing good. So we're here to call everybody to do a little more good today. Yeah. And, 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 you know, Knowing that we got to go, my parting words would be, we got to find the rhythm. We got to be in harmony. That's what harmony and rhythm is. It's like the, everything knows when to move and groove when it's this time. No, no fight, no fuss, no muss. They just, they, they, they feel the energy and understand the connection that they just happen when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. Exactly. All right, folks, we are going to get out of here. Thanks for being with us this morning. This is Ministers Talking Shit. Please drop a donation over at ntmedia.org. That uh, Make sure all of this continues, that we be, are able to stay here on Friday mornings and uh, catch up with all the great programming coming on New Thought Media Network. We are growing and, and expanding by leaps and bounds and new shows coming all the time. So stay in touch. You can check that out over at the website too, ntmedia.org. We're going to be back very soon here with uh, morning prayers at 8.15 a.m. And I don't even know who's scheduled, so I'll go make sure it's Maybe it's you, yeah, maybe it's me, maybe it's somebody else. I don't know yet. It might be me, I don't know. <laughs> so we'll go look at the schedule. Somebody will be back at 8.15 with morning prayers. We have the Heart of Peace meditation at 9 a.m. today and Pastor Michael Mangus with the Fireside Chat later this evening, 6 p.m. as well. Thanks, everyone, for being with us. We love you. Peace and blessings. Have Make it a great day. Harmony and rhythm, baby. Harmony and rhythm. <laughs>